You're listening to Creating Impact Through Giving, a podcast brought to you by the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, providing you with the stories, techniques, and tools around impactful giving. On this show, we'll talk to donors, professional advisors, nonprofit leaders, and our own team of experts to identify charitable strategies that have resulted in some of our most impactful gifts. Welcome to another exciting episode of Creating Impact Through Giving. Holiday seasons are upon us, and you know, as Oklahoma City continues to grow, well, so do the needs in our community. And over the last few years, many have experienced inflation at record levels, and the people who are affected by it the most are those older adults who live on fixed incomes. Food insecurity has become a huge issue among this age group, and Oklahoma is one of the highest in the country with 14% of the population who fall into this category. Often people are forced to choose between food or medical care, and the Oklahoma City Community Foundation has been supporting a program called Meals on Wheels right here in Oklahoma City, and they've been doing it for a number of years. Each year, the number of citizens who rely on this program continues to increase. Today, we're going to be speaking with Chris Lambert, the Executive Director of Meals on Wheels Oklahoma City, Jennifer Stewart, the Director of Donor Services with the Oklahoma City Community Foundation. In addition, we'll also speak with Sally Boyd, who has been a longtime volunteer with Meals on Wheels. Chris and Jennifer will shed some light on how serious this food insecurity issue is in our community and what the Oklahoma City Community Foundation does to help support this important mission. So let's bring in our first guest, Chris Lambert. Chris, welcome to Creating Impact Through Giving. Dan, I am so glad to be here today. Well, we're glad you're here too. So Chris, you've been involved with the Meals on Wheels program for quite some time now, and I want our listeners to get an idea of how serious food insecurity is among our older population. Most people get up every day, grab a light breakfast, head to work, and it doesn't really cross their minds that so many of our fellow Oklahomans simply can't do that. How serious is food insecurity in Oklahoma City? It's a significant issue. Approximately 14% of seniors over 60 are food insecure. And one of the things about Meals on Wheels is that in addition to people who are food insecure due to low income, due to living in food deserts and such as that, is that so many of the people we serve simply don't have the physical ability to regularly prepare a meal anymore. I understand. So how did you get involved with Meals on Wheels? I want to go back a little bit. How did you get involved uh, with uh, Meals on Wheels? And tell us a little bit about the program. Sure. There has been some form of Meals on Wheels here in Oklahoma City since 1971. Now, long before that, churches were delivering meals to members of their congregation who were shut-ins. But in 1971, they actually came together as a group to be able to serve more people more frequently. St. Luke's began delivering meals in 1985. And so in 2018, Area-Wide Aging Agency approached St. Luke's and asked us if we would consider taking on coordinating all of the different churches, community organizations, and business partners that we have. And so uh, we began doing that in July of 2019. Uh, Right now, we have 60 different partners. There are 51 churches, 
and nine community organizations and businesses who make up Meals on Wheels Oklahoma City. Fantastic. So let me ask this, you know, as Oklahoma City grows, we're now, I think, the 20th biggest city in America, which is crazy. Uh, But as Oklahoma City grows, is it a fair assumption that this problem will grow right along with it? Oh, it's, it's a huge problem. You know, so many people, our numbers increased dramatically at the start and throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. But the thing about it is the pandemic didn't cause the need. There's always been a huge need for, for nutrition for seniors uh, throughout Oklahoma County. And we just see that continue to grow. So I know that um, you're affiliated with St. Luke's, correct? Methodist yes. Church here? Okay. I want to know how many churches in the surrounding metro area are involved in the Meals on Wheels program? There are 51 churches, including well, St. Luke's. That's quite a bit. Then. All right. Cool. There really are. Some of the churches were part of the initial group in 1971, and we've had additional churches and community organizations join us in the past four years. They have such a wonderful dedication to the people they serve and to the ministry they provide. Outstanding. Okay, so I know it takes a lot of work. These meals just don't happen to pop over to folks' house on their own. You have volunteers that help you do that. So I want to talk a little bit about the volunteers. Where do you get your volunteers to help behind the scenes, whether they're preparing meals, boxing up the food, delivering, etc.? How do you find folks like that? You know, there are so many people in Oklahoma City who just have this inner need to help others. I think that's part of the Oklahoma standard that we've talked about since the bombing. And I never saw that exhibited more than in those early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. At the time, uh, Meals on Wheels Oklahoma City, all of our churches and everyone together were delivering about 8,500 meals per month. When the pandemic happened, when the stay-at-home order went into effect, one of the things that we decided to do was to create routes five days a week all across Oklahoma City, Dell City, and expanding into Midwest City. Almost overnight, we began preparing thousands more meals than what we had before. There were so many people who were working from home during those first weeks of the pandemic. And as we were expanding and people were just coming in to meet whatever need we had, we would have, we had a sign-up sheet for people to deliver these routes. That is outstanding. So it it sounds like, you know, even in, in bad times during the COVID pandemic, you know, that really, again, you, you mentioned the Oklahoma standard that brought out the good in people to, to go out and, and volunteer and do more things like that. I think that's, a, that's incredible. I've never spoken to a volunteer who felt like they didn't get more from helping others than the people who are receiving them. That's great. Good to know. So well, how did people needing help in this area hear about your program? And, you know, we mentioned that more and more people are becoming food insecure the bigger the city gets. I mean, how do they hear about it? And do they have to, like, call and say, hey, I need some help? How does that work? Well, we have several different ways. We certainly try to uh, let people know about our services. One of the biggest ways is through word of mouth that, you know, someone who's receiving the service or who has a parent or loved one 
We'll tell someone else who needs it. We have our website, mealsonwheelsokc.org, that people can go to apply online. If someone's not able to apply online, certainly they can call and we'll walk through the application with them by phone. Outstanding. Good to know. So the Oklahoma City Community Foundation has supported the Meals on Wheels program in Oklahoma City for quite some time. How did this relationship begin and what does OCCF do for Meals on Wheels? The Oklahoma City Community Foundation's support of home-delivered meals for seniors has been there since long before I was involved with the program. It's really critical for so many of our partner churches. It's it's certainly critical and helpful for St. Luke's. But I know, for example, we're all dealing with higher food prices, and that certainly affects all of us too. And I know uh, some of our partners have recently begun expressing that their budgets are getting much tighter to the point that some are actually saying, you know, right now we can't take on any additional seniors. So the gifts and the awards that OCCF makes to those churches, it's just absolutely critical to our program. Well, I know that it's an incredible program. It's very meaningful to a lot of people. Final question, Chris, for you is, what do you hear from some of the recipients, some of these seniors that you deliver meals to? What do you hear from some of these folks? Oh, my gracious. We just have some of the most wonderful people that we serve. I think back, we we served uh, hot Thanksgiving Day meals to people who weren't able to be with their family members on Thanksgiving Day. And I got a voicemail from one of them who said the meal was absolutely scrumptious. You know, and for a lot of them, you know, our volunteer who delivered that meal was very, very probably the only person they would see that day. And we think that as important as the meal is, that connection that we make with people is even more important. No, no, I get that. That's Well, you do amazing things. Uh, Chris, thank you for being part of the podcast today. We cannot thank you enough for all that your organization does on a on a daily basis, keep doing great things in the community. We look forward to having you back on creating impact through giving again in the future. It's certainly my pleasure. The Oklahoma City Community Foundation is our most steadfast partner. They are so important to our community, not just my program alone, but for all the things they do to enrich life for all people in Oklahoma City. Couldn't have said it any better. Thank you, Chris. Now I want to bring in Jennifer Stewart. Jennifer is the Director of Donor Services with the Community Foundation. And Jennifer, welcome to Creating Impact of Giving. Thank you. Glad you're here. Glad uh, to be here. Especially to talk about Meals on Wheels. Yes. That's an interesting topic. So, Jennifer, tell us how you got involved with Meals on Wheels at the Foundation and how the Community Foundation actually supports the program. Sure. So about 14 years ago, we had a few donors that were interested in providing money to organizations helping older adults stay in their home. So through some research of organizations providing these services and conversations with our donors and on their specific goals, it was decided to direct this funding to churches and organizations providing mobile meals. Excellent. The foundation has donors who contribute to this program. Can anybody within the community actually contribute to Meals on Wheels, and how do they do that? 
Yes, for sure. We have a fund that we set up to specifically collect money that will go out to these providers each year. So if a donor would like to make a gift, that can be done through our website at OCCF.org. And the fund collecting these dollars is called the Mobile Meals Support Fund. Excellent. That's really good to know. So anybody that's listening right now, you can volunteer and, and you can you can contribute and, and become a donor for this uh, worthwhile program. Do various churches across the metro reach out and apply for individual grants? Can you walk us through how that process The reason I ask is Chris Lambert said that there were like 50 plus churches involved. How does that work? Right. So speaking of Chris Lambert, we work with him and specifically with Meals on Wheels Oklahoma City, which as you've realized by now is a ministry of St. Luke's Methodist Church. And they provide us each year a list of the churches that participate in this program. So they have the master list that they keep of the participating churches, the ones that are still doing these services and the number of meals each church provides monthly. So we allocate our available funds accordingly based on his list. Let me ask this question. How much has the Oklahoma City Community Foundation donated to date for Meals on Wheels? Since 2009, when we started this program, we have donated over $856,000 to churches and organizations providing mobile meals. Wow, that's pretty close to a million dollars. That's very impressive. And just this year, we donated $160,000 to these providers. Outstanding. So we mentioned that more and more people now, you know, we had talked earlier, more and more people are suffering from food insecurity here in our community. Do you see an increase in churches getting involved to help? Actually, the number of churches seem to be that are participating seem to be declining over the years. So this usually happens due to lack of volunteers at these churches. So when a church is no longer able to provide this service, they inform Meals on Wheels, Oklahoma City, and they do their best to provide the mobile meals to those individuals that had been receiving meals from that particular church. Understood. Try to pick up the slack. Got it. Yeah. I know that, uh, you know, Chris had also mentioned earlier that a lot of churches can't afford mm-hmm. to kind of do that mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, that's interesting. So we need volunteers, folks. OCCF.org, or you can go to MealsOnWheelsOKC.org. Org. Org. It is. It is. Excellent. Um, Well, it sounds like the foundation truly cares about food insecurity in our community. And what if there are people listening who want to get involved? What what do they need to do? They go to the website? Sure. So just to reiterate a couple things we said. So we're always taking donations into the Mobile Meals Fund, and those can be made through our website at OCCF.org. Or if you'd like to volunteer your time and be a food deliverer, help in the kitchens, you can look into that option through the Meals on Wheels website at mealsonwheelsokc.org. Fantastic. That's kind of all we had. Jennifer, thanks for being on the podcast today. We appreciate what the Community Foundation is doing to help those who are hungry and have no means to get a good hot meal during the week. And, you know, what can people who want to learn more do? They'll, they just go to the website. Again, it's occf.org. Or you can volunteer. You can go to Meals on Wheels, OKC.org. It's a wonderful, wonderful cause, and uh, we hope that we get more volunteers out there to help some of the folks in need. Thanks for being with us, Jennifer. Thank you. Now I want to bring in Sally Boyd. Uh, Sally is a longtime volunteer for Meals on Wheels. Sally, welcome to our podcast. We are glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So, Sally, when did you start volunteering for Meals on Wheels? And tell me what you do for them. I have kind of a dual role. Started volunteering with St. Luke's Meals on Wheels and in probably the end of 2019 with my husband. And we drive on Wednesdays and deliver meals. And then I also, I go to St. Eugene Catholic Church up on Hefner, and we are a partner church and deliver meals and cook on Mondays. So me along with another lady 
our coordinators for right. that program. So, so you coordinate, you cook, and you deliver. You do a little bit of everything. I don't everything. cook. I just coordinate. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. So what do you hear from folks in the community who are actual recipients uh, of getting a hot meal from Meals on Wheels? It is so very important to them. And as was said earlier, not only the actual meal, because I have delivered to some people that that might be their only meal of the day, mm. but it's also just being able to visit with someone. We've gotten to be friends with a lot of the people we deliver to, and that means as much to them oh, absolutely. as the meal. Yeah, so I know they look forward to your visits. They uh, do. Today excellent. was a wonderful day and got to yeah. visit with some people. And What's the best part of being a Meals on Wheels volunteer? Really being able to bring a smile to someone's face when they see you come to their door. Nice. Very nice. So have you ever encouraged friends or family members to join you in this we, little venture? We have. We actually have a group of us that go to breakfast before we deliver meals, and we've encouraged other people to join us. And as my role as a coordinator at St. Eugene, we're always encouraging people in our, you know, in our church community to help. And we've got a great group there also. So I want to, I, I talked to uh, Chris Lambert earlier uh, in the program, and I want to get your perspective too. So what if I wanted to be a volunteer? Where, where would I even go to, to, to find out? And, and what would I need to do? I think what we did was we called St. Luke's and asked for the Meals on Wheels program and um, just said we, would, we were interested in volunteering. And you can also go to your own church. If you don't go to St. Luke's, go to another partner church and someone in the front office and ask them about the Meals on Wheels program. Okay, good. Let me ask this question. How meaningful is it to do what you do? It is very meaningful. I think I get more out of it or as much out of it as the person receiving meals. There is one couple who I got to be really close with they actually have moved to assisted living. I've talked to them on the phone several times, and I'm going up tomorrow to visit oh, them. Oh, nice. That's really nice. So it's really just nice. it's yeah. more family members, and it's, it's very not only good helping someone because you know you're helping someone. And I do other volunteering, and it is wonderful helping someone. But it's just to see how much they get out of it. So if you're out there and you're listening and, and you do have a, you know, a need to get out and help and do some volunteer work for this program, it's mealsonwheelsokc.org. Mealsonwheelsokc.org. Just go to that website. You'll be able to get walked through all the, all the things that it takes to become a volunteer. And, and if you're like Sally, you're going to get just as much out of this program as... Uh, as the person receiving the, the help on the other end. So thank you for being with us today, Sally, and for giving your time and talents to so many people in our community who need help, especially this time of year. I'm sure it's really meaningful. So we appreciate you being on the, our podcast today. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. 
That wraps things up for us today. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to Creating Impact Through Giving. This was a, a special segment as we dove into what it takes to become a volunteer and, and what the Meals on Wheels program in Oklahoma City is all about. The Oklahoma City Community Foundation continues to support this important program. Meals on Wheels provides meals to thousands of Oklahomans. And for many, it's the only meal they enjoy during the week. So please consider joining us at the Community Foundation because all of us can do more together. I want to thank Chris Lambert, the Executive Director of Meals on Wheels in Oklahoma City, Jennifer Stewart, Director of Donor Services with the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, and Sally Boyd, volunteer for Meals on Wheels and one of the many dedicated Meals on Wheels volunteers who does this uh, wonderful, wonderful thing for so many people. Until then, I'm Dan Martell, and we'll see you again next month on Creating Impact Through Giving for a yet another exciting topic. Creating Impact Through Giving is brought to you by the Oklahoma City Community Foundation, a nonprofit that works with donors to create charitable funds that benefit our community both now and in the future. For all episodes and more information, visit OCCF.org impact. Thanks for listening today, and I'd like to leave you with this. Everybody wants to create some kind of impact in your community. What would you like to do? Contact the Oklahoma City Community Foundation and let us help you turn your legacy into a reality today. See you next time.